When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, it's time to catch up with former and future producer of Afternoons with Steffi, Sammy Boy. Sammy Boy, I've seen you at Boston games. Yeah. You must be living the dream. I am. I am absolutely living the dream, mate. Um, yeah, couple of, caught a couple of B's games. Um, big win, big loss. Can't have it all. And uh, loving loving life in America, although a little bit nippy. And it's what, five it's, well, just coming up 5.30 here, it was pitch black at about 4 p.m. <laughs> so uh, that's a bit depressing when you think about what, you know, the, the, the heat in the summer that you guys are getting back home. But it's only another week and a half, mate, and then I'm, uh, I'm back there with you. Mate, don't, don't worry about it. I woke up in Mount Monganui on Saturday morning, eight degrees. So the summer hasn't quite arrived. Jeepers. Yeah. Okay. And plenty of rain as well. So don't worry about that. Um, we're waiting for you for the summer to come back. Tell us about the bees experience. Wow. I mean, you know, and, and a lot of the listeners know how big of a, of a Boston Bruins fan I am and how you know, that all started when I was in the States 12 years ago, which is crazy to think that it's been 12 years since I've been back here. But um, 12 years ago, I fell in love with the team, but never had gone to the garden, the TD garden, or the garden, as they say here, you got to put the H in there, garden. Um, and I'd never been to a bees game. So, you know, that was sort of bucket list thing for me was to, was to do that when I got over here. Like just everything, you know, I think your expectations are... are sort of realistic or reasonable because you hear a bit from mates that have gone to games and you sort of see it on TV. It wasn't like I had no, I had no idea what to expect. You know, I sort of expected it to be, to blow me away. Um, and it did, you know, like the, the venue, those venues are incredible. The sort of indoor stadium arenas, they're 20,000. I think, I think the garden's 18,000 seats, but I was shocked. We, we had tickets right up the back, you know, sort of what they might call the nosebleeds, but I, I felt literally like I was as close to the ice as I could be. It was, you know, the, the, it's basically vertical. The seating's vertical and you feel like you're right on top of the ice. And we, we would sort of end on, we weren't side on. And it was just amazing. You know, when you watch ice hockey on TV and the, the camera focuses on the puck or who's got the puck, to be able to see the whole ice and, and how, you know, the plays develop and what they're doing and just how quick it is. It's just so insanely fast. And uh, the way the goalies have to react, it, it just—I was just sitting there for that for that first game that I watched, just in awe of you know how amazing it all was. And then um, you, you throw in just the engagement of the crowd and and how vocal they are and passionate they are and the sort of stuff that goes on in between periods and in between stoppages. It's um, you know they do it they do it well, Steph. To no surprise, you know this is what you expect from American sports. 
Um, but you sort of sit there saying, okay, New Zealand has a lot to learn here. Um, but but stadium, you know, stadium venues, I think, or sorry, in that sort of indoor arena venue, I think is a big plus for them. It's, it's very different to that sort of outside vibe, you know, at a rugby game where you are cold, you are at the sort of whims of the, of the conditions, you know, the, the in, in the arena, even when there's just chatter, it, it just sort of reverberates throughout the whole. So there's just this constant buzz, you know, even when nothing's happening because it's this, it's the sort of acoustics of an arena. It, it's, if we could, you know, if we had a sport or we had sports that, you know, were conducive to that, I think Kiwis would love it. And the breakers are probably as close as you get and people rave about, you know, that experience. So, um, yeah, I, I loved every minute of it. And uh, so much so that I went back again the other night and uh, even though they got absolutely smoked, it was the it was the full experience, including having a Boston a full on Boston, you know, diehard behind me. It was a it was a female. She wasn't even on the beers, but you know, just you're sort of sitting there watching the game, and out of nowhere, you know, it might be a, a lull and play, and out of nowhere, right and right in your ear, you just hear a kill him, kill him, <laughs> you know, right <laughs> in your ear, and then the, the game went from she she sort of started her own saying in the first period where it went from if you can't beat them, hit them, and by about the third period when they were down three goals, it was essentially if you can't beat them, murder them. So that's, that shows you the passion, the extent of the passion of the Boston fans. Yeah, I looked at your story actually on Instagram and um, and I wasn't surprised because I witnessed that I went to a Chicago Blackhawks game quite a few years ago and it seems like every single person in the crowd is wearing merch. Oh, you know what What was crazy as well? When when we were at the game on Friday, which was, they call it the matinee game. It's the it's the day after Thanksgiving and they're all one, sort of 1 p.m. Um, to possibly, this, this is the other funny thing. Since getting here, I remember on the second day I got here, I, I checked my NHL app like I always do, try and keep up to date with the scores. I checked it at about midday and there were no scores. And I was like, well, what, well this isn't right. What's going on here? You know, I know these game's on today. And I was trying to, I couldn't work out why it was, you know, 12, 1 p.m. and there were no games like when I was back in New Zealand. Of course, all the games are at night, Steph, but when I'm in New Zealand, they're all in the middle of the day. So that's been a weird adjustment, a weird adjustment that everything's played at night during the week. You know, we just don't, we have everything at night on the weekends. They have it, you know, every single night. There's football, there's college sports, there's NBA, there's NHL, there's always something. Um, and anyway, but this was this was a 1 p.m. game on the Friday. Um, it was the Red Wings Bruins, so, you know, two original six teams. And we actually remarked in the, in the crowd, me and my mate, how just you could not see, you would think there'd be some smattering of, of Red Wings jerseys. You, you maybe saw three red jerseys and all the rest was, was Bruins gear. It was black, it was gold. You know, Pete, there was a guy that was dressed in a full yellow glitter suit. Um, there was a lady who had sort of obviously created her own costume, which was just a bunch of knitted sort of, it was almost like a quilt with, you know, different sort of tea towels all sort of sewn together and over her shoulder. So it, it's, it's all, and there's regulars, you know, the guys keep coming up on the big screen and I was told by my mates, oh, you know, he's a, he's a bit of a staple here, sort of an older guy with a big mustache and wears the big Bruins shirt. So, um, yeah, it, 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 you're right. They, they do, they love it. They all get in behind. They all wear the merch. They all throw themselves into it. And a lot of signs as well, that are being held up sort of saying, oh, this is my first Bruins game. It, it, you know, it, Supposedly, I've been to the Garden you know, twice in the last week. I've been more times than most people in Boston have you know, in their entire life. So I think it's, it's one of those things where it's not, you know, it's maybe not like a rugby game in Auckland where you go to every game every week. Unless you're a season ticket holder, a Bruins, a Bruins game or a Celtics game is, is a big deal.
you know, it's a, it's a one, maybe once a year thing that you do. You pay quite a bit of money, you, you get dressed up, you get the training or whatever, you go to the restaurants outside and then you go to the game after. So it's a, yeah, it, it becomes this real, you know, appointment event, even though in both of those sports cases, they play 82 games a season. How much are tickets? The Bruins ones are actually quite expensive. I um, for the first game, I think they're about two fifty mm. US, mm. which is you know that, that's possible. I thought they were about a hundred, but um, I think the Red Wings games, yeah, they're they're about a hundred to one hundred and twenty US a ticket, and um, you know they they don't they they sort of they don't sell out. And on the on the on the day, you'd think oh they'd lower the prices, but they just don't. They just basically leave them, and you know people do just snap them up. So you basically are getting a sellout every night. Um, but that's sort of my one thing, Steph, I would say to, to Kiwi sports fans, we spend a lot of time complaining about how much the tickets cost and how much the food and beer costs. Well, you know, these games here, and like I said, they're playing 82 games a season, 41 home games or whatever it is, they're still charging a, a fair bob for tickets. Then the beers, Steph, for, for a, granted they were the taller beers, they were like the, the you know, 550 mil cans, um, 20 bucks US oh, for a beer. Jesus. You know? And then, and then a, a slice of pizza. You get, a, get your your regular slice of pizza, and that was I think fourteen dollars US, which is you know about twenty bucks New Zealand. So, for all that complaining we do back home about ticket prices and food prices, it you know it ain't too too much better here. At what you know in the, the mecca of sport in America. So, yeah, I've got some financial news for you, Sammy. Show me. Sure. If, it's, if, if you're giving me money, that'd be fantastic because I'm starting to run out. No. Uh, show me the money. <laughs> show me the money. Uh, last week. Oh, you're not going to tell me it won. Last week, we got a caller on and uh, he picked, you know how we give them that they can take one or they can add a little bit more salt and take two. He took two horses. Yep. He took two horses. Both, mm-hmm. to, both to place, they placed. I took Minwoo Lee to win the uh, Australian PGA Championship. He won by about four shots, three or four shots. And then Joey Bell. Joey Bell decided to tip. Joey. To tip. Joey. He tipped against your Patriots. Well, that's not the worst. That's not the worst thing to do. Did they win, though? Patriots lost. Was it the game they won? We won. Show me the money. We won. Show me the money. Oh, ring the bells. <laughs> ring the bells, Joey. Better boy. I don't even mind. The Patriots are so bad, Steph. It's, it's almost a running joke here in Massachusetts. But what was the what was the take? Uh, about nine hundred. About nine hundred. Um, <sighs> but but the, well, pa- this, I mean, the Patriots <sighs> missed a thirty-five yard field goal from in front to tie it up and send it into extra time, and he shanked it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's. Yeah, that, he probably probably knew the, the bit what that was on. To be fair, got the radio call from New Zealand just to just to push it to the left. I tell you what, that's it's a, it's bittersweet for me. Obviously, big shout out to uh, to the listener there who pulled that one in. It's been a long time coming. However, uh, is this once again, Steph, a, a a directive to me to just you know move closer towards retirement? I mean, we've <laughs> talked about it a lot, uh, um, and yeah, I'm, you seem to be winning while I'm away. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's time that I just cashed in my chips for show me the money <laughs> no 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 we need you back fresh and last thing I know you're just out of Boston in a place called Shrewsbury do they have Shrewsbury biscuits over there <laughs> I knew I felt like you were going to ask me that absolutely not no Shrewsbury biscuits I've been taking in uh, a lot of root beer 
that's my that's my poison. Um, big root beer fan. So whenever we're at a restaurant or a takeout, it's always a root beer. A um, lot of good foods. I've had a lot of good food while I've been here. I tell you, the one that's that's taken top prize. Don't have it in New Zealand yet, and it's a funny over here. It's, it's like run by a religious sort of guy. You know, the guy who started the whole thing is quite religious. They don't open on Sundays, mm-hmm. so no, no, you can't get it on Sundays. But uh, Chick Fil A, I um, I was introduced to Chick. Chick-fil-A and it, it well and truly blew my mind. So um, I've been back there a few times or will continue to go back in the next week and a half. And uh, I did say I was running out of money. I'd say 50% of the spend currently going towards the Chick-fil-A franchise in Shrewsbury, Massachusetts. <laughs> What's the order? What's the standing <laughs> order? Oh, just it's just a, they call it a chicken sandwich. It's a chicken burger staff, but they call it a chicken sandwich. Don't ask me why. Um, it's a chicken. It's a chicken burger. Uh, chicken burger. Um, but real. It's, it's like it is sort of like um, like burger, that Burger King sort of BK chicken. It's just a bun, chicken, lettuce, that, you know, maybe some onion, some good sauce, good fries, root beer. You know, large root beer, and uh, I'm a happy man. I do. I will just tell you quickly. As well, because I was started in Chicago, and I know that's one of your favorite places, and uh, I absolutely loved it in there. I had the, I had the deep dish pizza yes, in Chicago, which you know that's the thing today. I'm tell you, amazing, absolutely loved it. The crust, incredible, very nice pizza sauce, etc. Let's not kid ourselves, staff. It ain't a pizza, okay? It's it's a, more of a lasagna, maybe a pie, maybe moving towards a pie. Yeah. But it was tasty, nevertheless. They just needed, I think, they need to can the pizza thing because that's a bit of a fraud. Yeah. But overall, overall, very tasty. Brilliant. Sammy, we'll see you. When are you back? Next week, week after. Uh, no, I'm not back with you guys next week because I lose about three days traveling. Um, but I will I will hopefully have the, the batteries recharged the following week, mate, and uh, you'll hear all the stories in, in full detail uh, when I return. Excellent, excellent, and uh, fantastic. All right, and we've just finished our bracket too, the uh, big barbecue bonanza banquet. Uh, oh, yeah, what one? Well, we haven't yet announced the winner. We're down to the final. Okay. But um, I'm going to test you when you get back to see if you figure it out. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, mate. Love it. Travel well. All right, sir. We'll talk soon.